The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Jim Fox and Dr. Janine Fox. Our show is based on science-backed information on alternative and natural approaches to health. You'll hear the clinical pearls, real-life stories about real patients and situations. It all comes together so that you can live your best health. Now, here are the Doctors Fox. And welcome, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Dr. Jim. And I'm Dr. Janine. And we want to welcome you to the Live Healthy, Be Healthy radio show. <clears throat> Tonight, we're going to be doing some, you know, our normal thing is we enter, you know, we start out the show with what's in the news. You know, some interesting things that we've kind of come across in, in the news. Uh, some scientific stuff. Not just hearsay, but scientific stuff. Yeah, stuff that's stuff. published in some peer-reviewed yeah. journals. And yeah. so we know it's not just somebody's opinion. Right. Well, it is, but it's... A, well, it's an opinion, it's a, but it's a scientific <laughs> it's opinion. It's a scientific opinion, right. Based what, on something. It's based on something more than yeah. conjecture. Exactly. Isn't that right? Yes. Okay. And something kind of interesting kind of caught our eyes. And, and this is something because, you know, Janine and I do kind of a natural medicine type approach to everything. And something that we see in our store and clinic every day. Day after day, day after, after day after day. And it's about the people that are using the PPIs, which is the protein... A proton, proton pump inhibitors. Yeah. In other words, uh, your acid Nexium, reducers. Yeah, Nexium. Yeah, those kind of things. Any of the acid yeah. reducers, whether yeah. it be the generic or the name brand, or sold matter. over the counter or prescription, right. it doesn't matter. Just the, the, the a lot of the acid right. reducers. And this came out of the the Mayo Clinic, and it was actually come from a uh, study that was published in uh, a journal called Microbiome, and it was the the name of the study was uh, kind of interesting. Prolonged use of proton pump inhibitor reduces the microbial diversity, colon, implications for clostridia or C. diff, and susceptibility. Yeah. Hmm, interesting, because we see that one almost a lot. daily. C. diff is on the rise. It's probably one that we see at least uh, half a dozen times a week. Yeah, we Seriously. see a lot. We and see C. diff can actually be life-threatening, so it can actually it can. be a pretty yeah. bad bacteria. It really And it's can. really hard medically for them to get rid of. All right. But what they found in this particular study, and it came in the Mayo, the source was Mayo Clinic. That's where most of the work was done. And the source where they did this work, and they saw that, you know, these PPIs are being so uh, used and, if you will, abused. Yeah, so readily. Readily available. Readily, yeah. you, you can go down to the, you know, big box stores, buy you tons of it for not much money. And, and we have people that do that because they think, you know, and it was really sad. I ask people all the time. Do you have any digestive problems? No. Really? And then, you know, five minutes later in, in conversation with them, talking about their problems and so on, it comes up about, okay, what medications are you taking, whether it be prescription or over-the-counter? Oh, well, I take Nexium twice a day, or I take, you know, whatever, twice a day. I thought you didn't have any digestive problems. Well, I don't. Why are you taking Nexium? Oh, well, you know, yeah, well, I do I, have I, reflux. I do have reflux. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. Well, that is and that's the issue. problem, right? And there are things you can do about that other yes. than taking the PPIs. Now, 
The study also not just showed that it was actually increased your risk of infection like the C. diff. Right. That it also definitely vitamin deficiencies that go along with it. You and know, we've and, known that for years. And I think that's one that uh, Janine and I have run into so many times, uh, men and women, you know, that have had, uh, that take these things. And they come, you come in, you do your lab work yep. on them, and we see that they're nutrient deficient. They're, they're Iron B12, deficient, B12, B12 deficient, yeah, magnesium B12. deficient. They right. actually have a lot of the nutrient deficiencies. And it, then they also show that it increases osteoporosis-related fractures. I was going to say, just the other day, I was talking to a, uh, 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 she was a little older, but a younger lady. So let's say, you know, anybody under 80, they're younger. Um, and I was talking to her about her condition. It happened to be osteoporosis, and she was wanting to take calcium. I said, okay, fine. So we started going through the various forms of calcium that we can do and so on. And I asked her, you know, I specifically asked her, I said, now, you're not taking any acid reducers, are you? Oh, well, I have to take that. I said, then, okay, we've got a problem. Because if you take that, you can't absorb the calcium. That's why yeah. it leads to osteoporosis. There's so many deficiencies that are caused by the Now, short-term use, maybe not. If you've had an acute attack of something and you take it for six weeks, that's probably right. okay. You know, and that's actually what, if you read that's the insert. What it's impli- with the, right. That's what it was made for. Read the ins- insert if, with a drug. Right. If you read the insert with the drug, if you read even the um, stuff that comes with pharmaceutical companies, you go to their websites. Yes. It says for not long, not for long-term use. Yeah, four to six weeks. Yes, and people take weeks. it forever. Right, I've and had them to, it literally tell me they've been on something like that for eight to ten years. I mean, it, it brings up, there was a lady one time. That we had, she had a severe iron deficiency. I mean, she had needed blood transfusions. They talked about doing, af, even after that iron transfusion, I mean, she could not get her iron levels up. Yeah. And we we put her on our iron, which is the most absorbable iron you can get. It really and, is. And we, we brought her up, but we had to use high dosages. And it was like, man, you're taking a higher dose than everybody else. And she denied taking any medications. Right. We asked her if she was on any medications. No, no, no. Two years later, I mean, it was like a couple of years later, one day she was in there talking and she said something about her acid reducer. And I said, what? You, you never told us you were on that. And she said, well, yeah, I've been on that year. I don't even count that because it's been on it for years. They don't even count it anymore. Don't People even count act it like anymore, they don't right. even take it. Ah, that doesn't exist. And it don't, yeah, it doesn't matter. That yeah. one don't count. And I said, well, that's why you can't absor- That's why you have an iron deficiency. So she got off of it. And within like a month, her iron levels were normal, and we right. could decrease her iron dramatically. And she couldn't believe that all of these problems she'd had for all these years were from that acid reducer. Yeah, you know what's kind of um, funny about this too, I guess the the Food and Drug Administration, or, or as I call it, you know the well, I, maybe I shouldn't say what <laughs> I normally call it, the food destroying agency that we have in, in Washington, the FDA, because they destroy more food than they do anything. But the FDA has actually issued several safety communications, they call it, about the, using the high-dose PPIs uh, and or long-term use, e- including the over-the-counter stuff. Yeah. And they, they warn the physicians about this. They say that, you know, that long-term use, especially of the high-dose stuff, is problematic. And even the low-dose stuff that you can buy over-the-counter is still, still problematic. problematic once you use it. And you know what? It, we still have, we know physicians day in and day out, it seems like, that we get these people, they've had, you know, these people have the high-dose stuff, and they're like protonics or whatever, yeah. and omeprazole. They're taking this stuff. Somebody had to write them a prescription for it, and you find out that they've been going to some doc, and for five or six years, 
they're taking it, yeah. and the dog gave them a prescription for and it. Even if they've developed <clears throat> osteoporosis in oh, the meantime, yeah. they've developed nutritional deficiencies in the meantime, they never right. take them off of it. No, it, so, if they get osteoporosis, well, we'll treat the osteoporosis. Yeah. And it's not yeah. just us saying it. This no. is the Mayo Clinic. Right. It came out November 25th, which was today. Right. Um, we try to stay really current with the stuff that we talk about in the news. Yes, we have to. And like I said, this was is not just us saying it. We've been saying it for years. Oh, we've I mean, been, this is nothing new to us say, because we've been, we've been telling people this. We've been preaching to the choir, yes. right? And yeah. it's just this is just something that backs up what we've been saying. Mm-hmm. And just to let, I mean, before we go into the next in the news, there are things you can do about reflux. There really are. Um, we've had whole shows on it, and we'll have another one probably coming up here soon. <laughs> I'm sure we will. But it's a hot topic. Digestive enzymes, mm-hmm. changing your diet... Proper probiotics. Proper probiotics. That all makes a difference. Yes. You don't. You don't have to take reflux medication you know, to control and, your reflux. And, and eating um, the right kind of foods. Yes. You know, if you eat out, and if you eat, you're, I promise you, if you eat, if you're eating out, you're getting partially hydrogenated or hydrogenated vegetable oils, which, which is are terrible. Terrible for you. They're loaded with trans fats, and they cause a lot of these problems. The good fats are a lot better. I've even had some people that have eaten at my yes, house, and yes. when I cook, they're like. What's funny is I eat the same meal out, and I feel horrible and have reflux and indigestion afterwards. When I eat it at your house, I don't. Yeah, because, and the reason she's saying it is because we do not do low fat. No, I don't. We don't eat low fat. No. But we eat good fat. It's all good. I use walnut oil and avocado oil and rice bran oil. And ghee. ghee. Yeah, I do not use vegetable oil and canola oil and genetically modified oils. No. So, and definitely I don't use any trans fats. And I don't fry things. So, it does make a difference. So that does make a difference what types of fat you eat, and sugar makes a difference as well. Sugar's horrible. Okay, <clears throat> moving on to the next study, and I thought this was kind of interesting. It came out of the uh, University of California, San Diego Health Science Department there. Talking about mm-hmm. obese children burdened with more than just weight. Yeah, it's and not just that they're overweight. That's no. not the only problem they're having. They're actually having, and I think we've talked about this on another show, about the NAFLD, which is the non-alcoholic fatty mm-hmm. liver disease. And, you know, people probably aren't even aware that there is such a thing, although we're seeing more and more people who are being uh, and it tested. Is, it's one of the fastest growing problems Chronic in America disease, right. with all people. Right. And now this study shows that 10% of, you know. Children. Yeah. 10% of all children. All are children. Are actually having this body, fat yeah, liver. And, this liver problem at a young, young age. Now, and this particular study, now this was done and it was, it was conducted by or, or funded by the National Institutes of Health, and their non-alcoholic steatohepatitis clinical research network. I mean, they've actually got yeah. that big an organization now to find out about this. Okay? They have a network now. Yeah. But they also showed not just they have the non-alcoholic fatty liver, but they also, kids are starting to have high blood pressure. <clears throat> they said, and I thought that was kind of interesting. Now, they took these kids between two years old and 17. So we're talking about from babies to yeah. just adolescents, Okay. And they showed that these people, 21%, had persistent high blood pressure. 21% of those kids. That's crazy. That's astounding. Yes. So what kind of problems are these kids going to have as they get older? Okay. Think about this down the road. Five years, 10, 20 years down the road. The healthcare system is going to be so overburdened with these kids that started out bad in childhood. And when they get into young adulthood... They're going to be having, in young adults, they're going to have diseases that we normally saw in the 70s and 80s and 90s. 
that's what's going to happen. They're going to have it in the 30s and 40s. They're going to have it in 30s and 40s, yeah, or if and, they make it to 40. And people always say, well, how come their grandpa or their grandma, you know, ate whatever they wanted and they lived it was back years food. ago. It was different food. There wasn't a genetically modified food. They didn't use the amount of chemicals. It was real food. They cooked. If they it, didn't eat everything right. processed and packaged and already made right. up for them in little meals. I've got a blog that I've started, and I haven't finished it yet. <clears throat> and my, I could even do a whole show on Dr. Seralini and his expose on the genetically modified things. And there was just another study that was published on GMOs and the 22 different diseases that they tracked since the introduction of those things in 1974. Yeah. Unbelievable. So, people, start feeding your kids real food. Really? Go I mean, to the grocery store, yeah, buy <laughs> fruits, vegetables, lean meat, nuts, and seeds, and cook. Right. That's, that's what you got to do. You know, that's what it's going to take to make these kids healthier. If it's packaged and processed, it's not good. No. Period. And start cooking again. Yeah, you're gonna, we're, America needs to. Unfortunately, start it takes a little bit more time. It's yeah. not as convenient. But do like I do: cook all weekend. Eat and, all week. You know exactly. <laughs> I cook all weekend and keep it. In, I mean, put it yeah. in the fridge. All right. Okay. We'll so we're about to, about to wrap this particular segment up, and we'll be back with some. Issues about women's health. We're yeah. going to have a whole show on that tonight. So we'll, uh, we'll see you back in the next segment. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. There is a fact that we must all face, and that is that life happens. And many times it happens to involve different medical conditions. With the medical issues of life, there are at least a thousand different opinions on how to treat them. Not at Doctors Nutrition. At Doctors Nutrition, you get real answers that make sense. You get real information on how to treat medical conditions naturally. And maybe even prevent the issue from coming back. At Doctors Nutrition, you'll get practical advice on how to improve the quality of your life naturally and nutritionally. You'll feel much more comfortable knowing that the doctors at Doctors Nutrition are working with you to treat your condition. You can find Doctors Nutrition online at doctorsnutrition.com or on Facebook. And for Dr. Jim's comments about the latest health issues, visit doctorsnutritionmedia.com for podcasts, complete live healthy, be healthy shows, and more. Start your homework online or call toll-free at 800-824-0194. That's 800-824-0194. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are tuned in to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Janine Fox and Dr. Jim Fox. To reach our program today, please call 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. We also welcome your emails to jfox at doctorsnutrition.com. Now, back to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome Uh, back. Glad to have you with us tonight. And tonight we're going to be talking about women's health and women's issues. And believe you me, they wrote books about this. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of different women's issues that we're going to talk about. Yeah, guys probably think that 
you know, that, that women are the only ones that have issues. Now, we have some, too. Now, but we talked about the we talked about issues that last, last week, week so right. they already had their week. We got their week out of the way, right. <laughs> they <laughs> so already now, had their week, so now we're going to talk about some of the women's right. issues. And believe me, the list is long. Yeah, I mean, we can start with some of the young women. Very young. Okay, we start with young women. Once they have started their cycle, there are certain things that they actually have problems with, and one is iron deficiency. You know, <clears throat> we probably see that one more readily yeah. in, in the younger. Uh, I do say it's in young women still having cycles. We well, see it like when women first start having cycles, we see it a lot in the 40s. We, we see it a lot. In, <clears throat> we're seeing more and more of it in yeah. the teens. Yes. You know, we really are. <clears throat> more and more that we're doing in the in the teen years. For the, and we're talking about females. Teen years up into the early 20s. And we're seeing more and more of these problems with, uh, you know, the iron yeah. deficiencies and also the B12 deficiencies. It's yeah. amazing. And, and we see an awful lot of them. All those PPIs that we talked about. Oh, yeah. Well, that for one, anybody oh, that's on a biggie. the acid reducers are going to increase their risk for that. Yes. But even just bleeding each month. Well, that's, um, that, that just does bleeding bring each month right. actually can make you deficient. So yes. that's why, if you look, most of the women's formulas for um, multivitamins have iron and men's right. do not. Because men Typically. don't tend to need the iron that women need after a certain age. Right. Now, it's so easy to fix. When women are actually, I tell the teenagers that are just so tired and they have so many problems and they're sluggish and they get blood work done. Have it checked. It's so easy to fix if that's one of the problems because take iron. If you have an iron deficiency, you take iron. You know, just recently, I was talking to a young lady and her mother. Uh, she was like 15 16, maybe, and just turned 16, I think it was. And she was talking about a lot of fatigue and having a lot of problems in school and so on, and she had went to her pediatrician. I said, well, what did the lab results show? They didn't do any. Yeah. Seriously, they did not do lab work on a child that's telling you that they're so fatigued they can't already sit awake through class. Yeah, and but, we, we see that a lot, and, and we don't see a lot of lab work done on kids. No, now, we, really we have a lot of people bring us kids, and like we talked about earlier, they're starting to have problems on their lab work with younger, the younger fatty age. liver. We're seeing elevated liver enzymes. We're seeing yeah. high triglycerides. We're seeing sugar handling problems in kids. And then when you start talking about sugar handling problems, which is probably what's causing most of the obesity in kids and yes. Of all female and male, but male we're talking female, about females. Right. Mm-hmm. Another issue that's coming up really bad is PCOS. Oh, that one is so common. It's um, it, it's, it's getting it's to where it's so much, and what it is is polycystic ovarian syndrome. Right now, with PCOS, it actually comes from a sugar handling problem. That's but, where it starts. Right, but what it causes is hormonal problems. Exactly. And what the, they'll start seeing is irregular cycles. Exactly. Um, young girls, teenagers, whether it be 20s and 30s, and I mean, we see it at all ages now. Mm-hmm. They're actually, they may have a cycle every six months. Yeah. They may have common. one every two months, and then it might go to every six months, and then it might go to four months. And so it's very irregular. And if you do their lab work, the testosterone is high and the progesterone is low. And one of the bad things that you see with that is typically what they'll do for their tr- typical treatment in medicine in America today is put that child on birth control pills. Right, which is not helping the problem, no. not helping the cause of the problem at all. No. At all. And what it's doing is even setting them up for more fertility issues in the future. 
which is another big issue with women. There is more and more fertility issues out there, and it's coming a lot because of the sugar handling problems. It really is. And there's things you can do for that. I mean, we have many women come to us with fertility issues. Yeah, and and let's talk. Let's kind of you know straighten this up to begin with. Now, you know, a lot of times you'd think that it might be that that female that's overweight, obese, whatever. But we actually see some not always very some very th- we've had some really good examples. Of I, some yeah, very thin I had a, a really thin woman come. And she had actually been going every month, and and she was doing the fertility drugs, and they were doing the insemination. She mm-hmm. was doing everything to get pregnant, and yep. she was not getting pregnant. They were right. spending like a thousand to fifteen hundred dollars a month, right, on trying to get pregnant, right. And finally, and had for a long time, we had actually. met her husband, yeah, and he had said, "You know what? I'm going to bring my wife in here." Because it's getting, you know, it's kind of ridiculous. You know, we keep doing the same thing, and it's and mm-hmm. she's not getting any results. Well, first thing we did was said, let's just do some lab work. So we did a lab work on her, and she had a few little issues. For one, her T3 was low, and they found what fertility issues, if your T3, which is a thyroid. Thyroid hormone. Hormone. Mm-hmm. It's, the, it's the usable thyroid hormone. Mm-hmm. If it's on the low side, then it's hard to actually get pregnant. Right. Now, we also checked, you know, we on our panel for fertility, um, it checks all the hormones. It checks It checks all of it. And her mm-hmm. progesterone, of course, she'd gotten off of the fertility stuff because she was about tired of doing it. And you know, her progesterone was nothing. Non-existent. She, non-existent. She had this, the, the exact pattern of PCOS. She had, this, she had patterns of sugar handling problems even though she was skinny as a rail. Right. And so the first thing I told her to do is she needed to get off sugar and grains. And she was like, but I'm skinny. And I was like, I don't care. Doesn't do matter. You, do you want to get pregnant? And so then we fixed the underlying problem she had, and we put her on something called DIM, which we've talked about before. Yeah, the diendolomethane. Which actually helps with the PCOS. It helps mm-hmm. the ovaries function better. It helps it make more progesterone on its own. Mm-hmm. And she was actually pregnant within two weeks. You know, that, I think she was probably one of the fastest. fastest. She was seen. one of the fastest. She thought something was wrong because she, had, of course, hadn't had a cycle. Yeah. And... She then found out she was pregnant. That's why. Yeah, we've got a lot of people. You know, I, I can think of a, one lady that we dealt with out in, in another state. Um, and, and the same thing. You know, we, we, we found this thing for her. She's tall. She's thin. Didn't have a problem. We, we had fixed up some of those sugar handling issues, put her on that DIM or that methane, And within just a few months, she's pregnant. And as a matter of fact, she went on to have two children. Yeah. Two beautiful little boys. Oh, yeah. You know. She actually, we have had, mm-hmm. I have had more people that we have helped with fertility. Right. And I always say there, there's, it's not just the dim. It's not just the diet. Sometimes it depends on the person. So that's why we like to do the lab work. Right. There's other so issues could be. There's thyroid other issues that it can too. be because thyroid has to be perfect. You want to mm-hmm. get the stress handling under control. You want to get everything where it should be. Exactly. And so we do, but that is an issue with women that, I don't think is treated properly medically because they just no. use all these drugs that have been shown to increase breast cancer. It's been shown to actually increase risk of all kind of other things and blood clots. And, you know, you can do it without those risks. And, and I think, you know, that's a, the big issue is, is, you know, we need to go back and t- step back and take a more gentler, uh, right. kinder approach to this thing. Yeah. Yes, <clears throat> there's a problem there. This particular female is young and, and normally fertile can't get pregnant. So something underlying yeah. is going on. It's not that she's deficient in Clomid. No. 
You know, it's not that she's deficient in some other, you know, medication. drug or medication. That's not the problem. There's a, an issue about, and a lot of it goes back to diet. You know, 70% of our health, according to people like, uh, you know, Gigotis and some of those authors out there, 70% of our health can be attributed to our diet. Yeah. So 70%. diet makes a big difference. And so uh, this is something we're talking about in young women. But, I mean, we see it, honestly, in women into their 40s that are wanting to get pregnant. I mean, we're seeing yeah. a lot of fertility issues at all ages. And it, so that is something that's not just in young women. No. And so that, that but it is a female issue. Um, fertility no is almost always directed toward the female. Yes, males can have problems and they need to be checked, but... Most of it is directed toward the females. It really is. And so, you know, again, iron deficiency, we talked about that. Easily something to be done about as long as you know that's what the problem is. And, you know, and some of the folic acid issues, and and I think we need to talk a little bit about that because it does, uh, you know, does affect, especially the female that's trying to get pregnant. You know, and 40% of the population cannot methylate folic acid. Yeah. Which means you can't make it into a usable form. And if they have, they're the ones that's going to have the neural tube defects, they're going to have the birth defects, they're going to have all these problems, and they may not get pregnant. Or if they do, the body says, hey, this is not viable, dumps it. Right. So there you go. So it's, it's, you get pregnant and they have a miscarriage, quote, quote unquote. And that's not a good thing either. So there, no. that's just another one, something as simple as taking the correct form of folic acid. It's called yeah. 5-methyl-tetrahydrofolate. And if they're not taking that 5-MTHF, yeah. Chances are they may not get but pregnant. It, if, it, if a female's having an irregular cycle and mm-hmm. they're not in menopausal ages, right, where they're starting menopause, which does happen, right, um, there's something that should be done about. It. That's not normal. They might say that's normal for me. It is not normal. No. And so doing something to actually regulate the cycle will help your overall health. And like I said, we mentioned the DIM, and that can actually help even if you're not trying for fertility because a lot of people take it, and there's a lot of things that it helps prevent. And we're going to be talking in depth about DIM. Oh, yeah. Coming up on the, the On 9th. December 9th. December 9th. Yes. We're, we're actually going to have Dr. Michael uh, Zellig's with us. Which is the, he's a medical doctor that actually has the patent on DIM. He actually, he's one of the pioneers, if you will. Yeah. In the diendolomethane or plant indoles. And, you know, pioneered a lot of the research on it and shows it. So we're just going to have a, so, that will be yeah. a, a fantastic Right, hour. that's going to be a really good show. Yeah. So we're not going to go in depth on DIM, but we've mentioned it a lot. And we're probably going to mention it for other problems when we're talking about female health in the other segments. But right. in depth, we'll talk about DIM on December 9th. Yeah, the whole gonna, show is going to be about DIM. We're going to go real in depth yeah, on that Yeah, real one, in so. depth on that yeah, one. Yeah, we, we will have the, the man here himself. So we'll, we'll actually have some real in depth stuff. But, you know, this just kind of kind of lets people know that, you know, when you start young, you can have these young females, fertility issues, menstrual cycle issues, and so on. That's just the way it starts. And if you don't do something about it as a teenager or whatever, a young, young adult female, then they're going to have problems all the way through life. And anyone that comes in that knows me knows I am not a big fan of birth control pills. No. And medically, that's what they do with almost all the young girls having problems. Yeah. And I have multiple young girls that come in right. that are depressed and they actually are fatigued. And they even, I've had even had one really young girl, she was a teenager that was passing out and she was a really good volleyball player. Mm-hmm. And she was supposed to go to college and they're like, we're not, you know, she's passing out on the court. We don't know what we're going to do. It was the birth control pills. Right. I did her lab work and her cortisol was sky high and her thyroid she couldn't use it. And I'm like, she's on birth control pills. And they're like, well, yeah, she was having cramps. And I said, she's got to get off of that. 
We took her off of that, put her on dim, straightened everything out. She's fine to this day. And she was very young. Yes. And, you know, we have, dim helps cramps. So it even helps with that problem. It really so does. And I do say there's other yeah. things you can do for the actual problems that you have other than birth control pills. Oh, there's a lot of other things can be done. Yes. And we'll be talking about that in the next segments uh, uh, coming up here because there, there's just so much that we can talk about. But, uh, we're going to be delving into those female issues, yep. and it's going to in- involve things like cramps and so on. So see you back in the next segment. Yep. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. There is a fact that we must all face, and that is that life happens. And many times it happens to involve different medical conditions. With the medical issues of life, there are at least a thousand different opinions on how to treat them. Not at Doctors Nutrition. At Doctors Nutrition, you get real answers that make sense. You get real information on how to treat medical conditions naturally, and maybe even prevent the issue from coming back. At Doctors Nutrition, you'll get practical advice on how to improve the quality of your life naturally and nutritionally. You'll feel much more comfortable knowing that the doctors at Doctors Nutrition are working with you to treat your condition. You can find Doctors Nutrition online at doctorsnutrition.com or on Facebook. And for Dr. Jim's comments about the latest health issues, visit doctorsnutritionmedia.com for podcasts, complete live healthy, be healthy shows, and more. Start your homework online or call toll-free at 800-824-0194. That's 800-824-0194. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are tuned in to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Janine Fox and Dr. Jim Fox. To reach our program today, please call 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. We also welcome your emails to jfox at doctorsnutrition.com. Now, back to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, back to the uh, Live Healthy, Be Healthy radio show. Uh, we're going to be, t- we're, we're t- we are talking about women's, uh, health. women's health tonight. We've talked about those young girls, you know, the, the, the you know, let's say the 15-ish to the 20-somethings, you know. Now we're going to be kind of taking this, moving it up a notch, if you will. And to the say the twenty somethings to the forty somethings, yeah, because that's a whole different ball of wax. Yeah, right now we mentioned fertility, and that kind of goes up into the forty somethings, but and, that kind of yeah, we've already talked about that. Yeah, but things that one thing that we see a lot of is fibrocystic breast disease. Um, that is something that we see almost daily. I would say pretty yeah, frequently. It's pretty yeah. frequently. A lot of women don't even mention it because they. They're used to it. It's been there. But it's when you have the lumps in the breast that breast are very tenderness. sore, very, very sore, tender. very tender. Yeah. You always want to rule out something worse. But right. when they've ruled out that it's anything worse, and it's what they call fibrocyst, there are actually, there's something that works, I mean, almost it, 99% for breast fibrocyst. I've had females come back and tell me that stuff is a miracle. Yes. And it is primrose oil. Right. Evening primrose oil. Yes. And for years, 
a lot of the doctors would tell people vitamin E. And vitamin E may help a little bit, and in some cases, and it's not. It'll help. It'll help, but the primrose oil is amazing. Yeah, the primrose oil has something in it called GLA or gamma-linolenic acid. Yes. Extremely, extremely good stuff today. When it comes to the the, uh, fibrocystic breast, I mean, it's almost. There's nothing that's really better for it than that. No. I mean, there's no question. When someone comes in, you've got to take enough of it. Now, everybody's different on the dosage. The Mm -hmm. ones that we have are pretty strong. They're 1,300 milligrams. Of EPO. Yeah, of primrose oil. Mm -hmm. And even on those, we range anywhere from two to four a day on some people. Some people get by with one or two. Some people have to take four. Yeah. So that's a pretty high dose to where some primrose oil, most primrose oil out there is 500 milligrams. So you'd have to take a whole bunch of it in some cases. Yeah, when we were formulating... We thought, of, you know, bigger is better, and so we kind of yeah. put together. And you know, it's it's just less pills you have to take. Yeah, it's less pills. Uh, yeah, that's what it boils down to. Because if you can if you can get a female that can take one or two of those, and it does a job, it's better than having to take four or five or six or the other. It ones, is. You know, it, so it really there is. is. I mean, primrose oil. If you have fibrocystic breast disease, and that is something that women deal with, and a lot of times they just feel it as soreness, soreness, and but, you know, mean, a very sensitivity. And I'm sure that there's probably some females listening to us that have had that, yes. or have experienced it, or maybe are experiencing it now. now. I've I've actually had female patients tell me, "Doc, I can't even stand to put on a bra, yeah, because it hurts so bad. They're so my breasts are that tender. Now that's pretty bad, yeah. So and and you know when you can take something like that and in, in the evening primrose oil, and within Three or four days. Days. It's quick. Quick. It isn't months no, on no. that one. I mean, I've had probably more hugs from women over yeah. the years from that one <laughs> because they come in and say, I just got to hug your neck. You know, that just, that fixed me. And and it's really good. You know, it makes us feel good and when we can actually fix something like that too. But that's something that's fairly simple. It is very simple. And it's good for um, overall health and it's not going to hurt right. you and it doesn't have side effects. And and, and I've seen females with this, uh, you know, with the fibrocystic breast taking all kind of pain medications. No, it it can get bad. That's not a really good outcome, you know, taking something. So for, that's you know, something definitely that's that a female symptom that is easily. Easily fixed. Easily with primrose yeah, oil. It really So is. that is another women's issue that we've, okay. And that typically hits those females in that 20 to 40-ish Yeah, range. it depends because usually fibrocystic yeah. breast is, is not later. as bad as they're, it was when they're older. Right. Now, you know, there are other issues that are also, now, I mean, the hormonal swings. I mean, right. we, you know, the mood swings. I mean, we, t- you know, that's always mm. men yes. probably would say that's a bigger issue than women. Well, it's because they have to live with it. And so the PMS <laughs> that actually tends to sometimes go with it. Yes, that's that's part um, of it too. There has been a lot of studies done on krill oil and helping PMS. And it can. There's no doubt it can. Yeah. Do that. So it's yeah. one of the things that you can do. Right. That dim that we keep mentioning yeah. does wonders for PMS. It really does. I've, and, I've yeah. actually got a lot of men that will come in and buy it for their wives. Oh, yeah. That's probably, I always say there's two things that men come in and buy for their wives, and that's DIM and progesterone cream. Right. And then the progesterone cream is a different issue. Um, a lot of women, I always like trying DIM because it can actually trigger your own production of progesterone. Yes, it can. But in some people, it still don't do it, so you have to do the progesterone cream. And that definitely helps the PMS. It definitely right. helps regulate cycle. Those mood swings. Yes, mood swings. And we do use it in some fertility issues as well, depending we on the person. Right. If you know, if we just check the hormones in a in a female that's wanting to get pregnant, and her, and we always check our hormones in females at a specific time. 
um, daily. We yeah. get females that will fax us lab work or and send it to us, email it to us. And when I look at it, I say, okay, where were you in your cycle? Well, I don't know. So well, what it matters? It really matters. It makes a big difference. We it, always do it on day 19 to 21. Day one is the first day of the menstrual cycle. And day 19 to 21 is when you want to check those hormones for that female, especially if you're looking at fertility. Mostly progesterone. Because Mostly progesterone. progesterone is only made after ovulation. Right. And most women are going to ovulate between day 12 and 16. Somewhere Now, in that if frame. your progesterone is really, really, really low, then you're probably not ovulating. Right. And if you don't ovulate, you're not going to get pregnant. It's kind um, of hard. And yeah. if you don't ovulate, you're also going to have more PMS. Because then you're going to have more of an est- an estrogen dominance. Mm-hmm. And so you start talking about estrogen dominance and what other problems it causes. Mm-hmm. And it is endometriosis. Oh, that's probably the biggest, Janine. That's yeah. the one we see the most. Overgrowth of the endometrium mm-hmm. due to an estrogen dominance. Mm-hmm. Um, it, another problem that is really big, and it happens probably more late 30s, is the fibroids. Uterine yes, fibroids. Uterine fibroids. And when you start getting uterine fibroids, are usually caused by an estrogen dominance. Yeah. And so the, what, what we'll always look at is trying to help with increase in progesterone to actually help that estrogen dominance. Now, you know, another problem that comes with the uterine fibroids is excessive bleeding. And I mean excessive at, at some points. At some points, it We've can had be quite extreme. a few people that when we do their lab work, they need a blood transfusion. Right. I mean, they've lost that much blood due to the uterine fibroids. Right. So there's, you know, and even the systemic enzymes can help with shrinking and taking the inflammation out of the uterine fibroids. There's a lot of things you can do, but those fibroids play a pretty big role role. i mean it's pretty big role i mean especially in late 30s early 40s and it can be even in early 50s because some women don't go through menopause till mid 50s right and fibroids are always when the progesterone falls you know i had a lady this morning that sent me her again fax to to us or sent it to us over the fax uh when i looked at it um her progesterone was 0.2, which I will explain that. That's pretty low. That's right. It's almost non-existent, yeah. but 0.2. That's menopausal type level. Her estrogen was 168. That No, 868. 868. That's I said, really you know, high. That's twice as high as it should ever be. Yeah. Twice as high as it should so ever be. She's extremely estrogen dominant. Extraordinarily. Uh, and I estrogen can, dominance makes mood swings. Yeah. It makes weight gain. And, you know, weight was one of her big issues. She said no matter yep. what she does, she can't she lose, lose weight. weight. Well, with that much estrogen around, and I explained to her that that's estrogen's job is to hold on to weight. So for the impending pregnancy, right. even though she's not an impending pregnancy, right. and that's so what his job is. The estrogen being really, being estrogen dominant actually just makes a lot of problems. Makes life miserable if you ask any guys. <laughs> They're probably not, <laughs> probably not as nice. Uh, um, well, that's, you know, yeah. Yeah, That's so, nice and like I said, yeah. mood swings, yeah. you know. So there's all those things that go along, and women have to deal with it because men don't deal with the hormonal fluctuations the way women do. No, that's the, the Our big hormones fluctuate right. through the month. I mean, depending on which week you do your lab work, the ranges are different because they're right. supposed to change. Right. We have hormonal fluctuations. As right. women, it happens. It's but, natural. Right, it's natural, and we're we're actually pretty good at dealing with it. Men wouldn't be very good with dealing with it at all. Eh, probably not. No, I'll not at all. That. Not probably at all. Not. I'm not going to speak for all men, but no, probably not. <laughs> yeah. But there are things you can do to help regulate your hormones. There really are, and you know we use that 
that old dim again because uh, it, it is so great. It really is. Between that and the progesterone that we use, we use a bioidentical progesterone. We call it Fempro. Uh, you can go on our website and read about it if you want to there at doctorsnutrition.com. And you know, when you look at those two items, the dim and the progesterone cream, we can uh, bioidentical progesterone, we can fix so many of those problems in that age group between that 40-something, yeah. you know, 20-something to 40-something. And then there's yeah. other herbals, if we can't, that we mm-hmm. can use. Oh, I certainly. mean, so there's other things that we can use if we need to. So, But, you know, doing lab work is one of the things we like to say. And like you talked about before, you can fax us your lab work anywhere yes. in the country. If you've had lab work done and you just want a different opinion on it, right. um, our fax number is 228-897-9092. Or you can email it to us yes. at jfox at doctorsnutrition.com. And just spell doctors out, D-O-C-T-O-R-S, nutrition.com. Now, we do tell people if they send their lab work in, make sure you send a contact number to call you back. Because we yes. get lab work and we have no clue who it is or how to contact them. Yes. So That's true. We do if that. you do send it in, make sure we know how to contact you back. Right. And, and it's really, I always tell them it's really good if they can put me just a brief synopsis. doesn't have to be long. It doesn't have to be a, 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 you know, a thesis. Just a couple of sentences or a paragraph or two just explaining what's going on, what you've done, what you've tried, right. where you are. Because it gives us a really good insight as to, okay, where do we need to go next? Yeah. And, you know, I think, as Janine said, you know, the lab work is so important. Yeah. There's another yeah. thing that we see on lab work a lot, and it's not... This it's not really just a women's issue, but it, we see it happen a lot when the progesterone falls, probably in the late thirties, is the cortisol, which is the stress hormone, raises when right. the progesterone falls, and so that pattern makes you really anxious. Yes, and so you'll start getting anxious. Very, and you start. I mean, even the blood pressure can go up, and you can have all these problems that go along with it, and it actually is from the hormonal change, but it still causes other physiological changes. It does. It does. And when we do the lab work, we can tell what kind of physiological changes you're having due to the hormonal change. You know, what's really sad is a lot of times these females uh, out there will fax us their lab work or email it to us. And we look at it, and they've done an FSH and an LH. Which doesn't tell you what your hormones are. <laughs> I said, well, they're trying to tell you if you're in menopause yet. Yes. And, and that's all it's going to tell you. And that's the follicle-stimulating hormone and the luteinizing hormone, which right. can be useful in telling you that if your brain is thinking that it's in menopause. Because what right. happens is the brain sends out extra message when it's not ovulating. Right. So it, the, that number gets really, really high. That's that FSA. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. really, really high when the ovaries are not responding. Right. So, but it still does not tell you what your estrogen, your progesterone, your testosterone, your DHEA. It doesn't tell you what those levels are. No. And you have to do all of them. And, you know, what, what gets, I guess, insurances do not like to pay for that. So the doctors don't order it. And unfortunately, uh, you know, when we do it, we, we don't charge a lot of money for that. We, we keep our, our, uh, Lab work at a minimum. Yeah, I've seen where hormone testing can be in the thousands. Yes, and, and with us, it's in a couple hundred bucks. Yeah, two twenty five is usually yeah. the panel if somebody's having hormonal issues right. because that'll give us all their hormones plus, plus the, the stress hormones, the thyroid, the vitamin D, the B twelve. It'll give us their immune system if they're anemic, if they're you know liver function, kidney function, all electrolytes, the their right. cholesterol. It'll do all that. Well, it gives us a global. View view of the whole person, person. because the body is not parts; it is a whole. And one thing affects the other, and you want to see what is being affected by the thing that's going wrong. Right. And it makes other things 
go off. So it definitely makes a difference. It sure does. Okay, in the next segment, we're going to talk about the rest of the issues. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. There is a fact that we must all face, and that is that life happens. And many times it happens to involve different medical conditions. With the medical issues of life, there are at least a thousand different opinions on how to treat them. Not at Doctors Nutrition. At Doctors Nutrition, you get real answers that make sense. You get real information on how to treat medical conditions naturally, and maybe even prevent the issue from coming back. At Doctors Nutrition, you'll get practical advice on how to improve the quality of your life, naturally and nutritionally. You'll feel much more comfortable knowing that the doctors at Doctors Nutrition are working with you to treat your condition. You can find Doctors Nutrition online at doctorsnutrition.com or on Facebook. And for Dr. Jim's comments about the latest health issues, visit doctorsnutritionmedia.com for podcasts, complete live healthy, be healthy shows, and more. Start your homework online or call toll-free at 800-824-0194. That's 800-824-0194. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are tuned in to Live Healthy, Be Healthy with Dr. Janine Fox and Dr. Jim Fox. To reach our program today, please call 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. We also welcome your emails to jfox at doctorsnutrition.com. Now, back to Live Healthy, Be Healthy. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, just a few things before we take off into the rest of the uh, women's issues. You know, we mentioned our, our website, uh, thedoctorsnutrition.com. We mentioned our uh, email, jfox at doctorsnutrition.com. And, you know, we have a media site, which is the doctorsnutritionmedia.com. Which has got, you know, you can actually get to this radio show. Uh, you can see all the other archives of videos and, and, and audios that we've put up there. And I think that would be good for somebody to have, too. One thing that we want to make sure is if, you know, if you have a question that you'd like, email us. If you have a subject that you'd like for us to tackle, uh, yeah. email it to us. Yes. You know, fax it to us. Call us. Pick so up the phone and su- call us. Yeah, yeah, here's a subject I'd like to know more yeah. about. And regardless of what it is, you know, we, we'll tackle it. Uh, and you can just call us. You can actually call our toll-free number. It's 800-824-0194. Okay, we got that out of the way. Yep. Now let's move on. Now to we're the- going to talk about women's issues as they get a little more mature. 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 I don't, see, she was getting ready to yep. say O, <laughs> the O word, and I, t- I caught her. She didn't more say mature, it. Mature. Mature, right. Of course, everybody thinks of menopause. Well, it's because it's going to happen. And that's going to be probably a whole other show at a different time because there's so much about menopause. But some of the issues that women start dealing with when menopause becomes an issue issue, is weight gain. Mm -hmm. And I always tell people, I hate to tell them it's always harder after menopause. And it doesn't matter if you supplement your hormones, if you try to do add your hormones back, nothing's ever as good as your own. 
No. And it is going to be harder. Not that you can't lose weight during menopause because you can. Now, you know, and I think you just brought up something that, that we want to emphasize. And, and Janine just said, you know, that there's there's nothing, you're, no, no hormones are going to be as good as your own. And, of course, obviously when you go through menopause, you're going to lose a lot of those. Um, we strive, even with with the younger females, even with these other female issues, we don't like to throw a lot of the hormone things. No, we like to try to make you make your own, if exactly. possible. And or metabolize them in a certain way. Which, again, is what the DIM tends DIM to does, do. And so on and so forth. But I think that's a, a better approach because, you know, I, I was reading a, a very well-respected author recently, and uh, one of her comments was, if you try to micromanage the hormone, the, the, especially the reproductive hormones, but if you try to micromanage those hormones, you're going to be very frustrated and you're going to have some pissed off patients. <laughs> that was the quote. Okay. And because it's true, because you're going to, you're going to be very frustrated and the doc's going to be frustrated and the patients are never going to have a good outcome. They're always going to have problems. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. But yeah. I mean, that, that, like I said, the menopause definitely has its own set of problems. Oh, that's the whole and, show right there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And we'll talk about a whole show on menopause yeah. and you know, the hot, It'll fla- take a whole show. hot flashes. And there's things that you can do for hot flashes. And I always tell people menopause is not a disease. No, it's not. Um, it's not going to kill you. No. Nope. You might feel like you're going to die for a you while. Might, the way ladies will tell you that they might want to kill somebody. Right. But they and, and everybody's them. different. Some people go through menopause and have no problems. We see that all the time. I see people that have no problems whatsoever. And I do see the people that start young on balancing the hormones and doing the nutritional, more helping their nutritional deficiencies and actually getting healthier overall. They probably do go through menopause a little easier. And so you want to start young. And, um, of course, another big issue, because we're not just going to harp on menopause, is osteoporosis. Ooh. Um, it can yeah. be an issue with both men and women, but it is predominantly women because you see it more. There's women. no doubt that testosterone tends to help bone density. Right. So men tend to keep testosterone longer, although right. we're seeing lower, you know, more and more drops in right. men. But women, it's not just the estrogen, because some of the new studies have showed that when women start having a drop in progesterone. Even before menopause, they'll start having some bone loss. Yeah, and you know, I think some of the research that you look at on bone density talks about females need to start at a very young age. Young age, you do not want to wait. So again, even though it is can be a male issue, it is actually a predominantly female issue because the smaller you are, the the you're you're higher likelihood of having osteoporosis because you don't carry as much weight. Yeah, I, I just recently had a female, and she was in her. Late 30s, about 38 or 39, something like that. Um, and, w- and her question to me was, because her mother had had osteoporosis or was dealing with it. And she said, when do you uh, think it's best for a female to have a like a DEXA scan to see about the osteoporosis? I said, at your age. Yeah. And she said, well, I'm too young. No. No, you're not. That's the point. She may be too young for insurance to pay for it. Oh, I'm sure she is. Because yeah. they'll say it's not time yet, but right. it's a good idea to know where you are. Because if you're starting to actually have bone loss at that age, you can start doing something for it. Well, if you, so, if you start in the late 30s like that or maybe 40, 
and you've got say before you get to that 60 you got 20 years that you can do something about you know the exercise the diet and uh, the other various nutrients like the d and the k and so on you can do something about it yeah but you got to know first if you wait till you're 60 do a dexa scan and hey you got osteoporosis lady here's a here's a drug right. here's a finasteride and again Here, take it. doing the lab work you'll yeah. know if your vitamin d is low and right. you'll know other factors that come into it High stress hormone, which, you know, is a female mm-hmm. issue, no question, because females tend to be a, probably a little bit more stressed than men, although it's a, an everybody issue, I would say, nowadays. I think nowadays it is, um, yes. But cortisol, which is the stress hormone, also lowers bone density. So knowing that you have that at a younger age and being able to do something for that can actually make a difference as well. It sure can. Now, another issue with females. Now, this is probably the biggest thing with females. Really? Yes, ha- hair and skin. Oh gosh, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> hair and skin, How probably at I? all ages. How could I forget that? At one? all ages, but as oh, yeah. they get older, it definitely becomes more of an issue. Yeah. And I mean, hair loss can be hormonal. There's no question. There's no question. It can also be nutritional. It can. It can also be genetics. Uh, can. Mm-hmm. But even something that we've seen, like resveratrol, we talked about it being anti-aging. We've seen many women over the years with that when they take it, their hair thickens up. So yes. it's something that definitely can make a difference. And, and your collagens, as you age, right. you actually lower collagen. And that is skin. It makes a difference in hair. It right. makes a difference in joints. Well, it's the connective tissue that exactly. holds us together. And as you age, that goes down. Right. Now, Vitamin C plays a big role in collagen formation. It does. And so we have a liposomal C that makes a big difference in collagen. And then we even have a powdered collagen called R-thread because it's more for joints. But we have way more women take it for wrinkles and skin skin health. Exactly, and nails. And so there's just things you can do about that too. So with all the issues, there are nutritional things that you can do. Yeah, there are. You know, you mentioned that, that liposomal C. I yes. will take just a second and tell the folks about that. We took vitamin C, and, you know, everybody knows that you, if you take too much vitamin C, you're going to get the dreaded diarrhea. Yeah. Okay, because it's a gut irritant. It irritates your gut. Don't care what, it's going to do it. So we took vitamin C, wrapped it up in something called a liposome, or basically like lecithin, and you can, uh, now the body looks at vitamin C and says, oh, that's not water-soluble, that's fat. So it absorbs it as a fat. Yeah. And now we can take vitamin C that could be, say, 15 to 19% absorption rate, all the way up to the 90, yeah. 93% absorption. So it's a, it's a so tremendous So even in rate. them older women, mature women, More mature, even yes. after menopause, way after menopause, right. where the skin starts getting thin and fragile and making bruises and, and tearing. all the time. Liposomal C. And actually something called K2. Yes. So there there are things for every different age group. And there, there are different is. problems in different age groups. Right. So, um, you know, we've talked about a lot of the women's issues tonight. And we're about to run out of time, I think, here in a minute. Yeah, we only got a couple of minutes left, yeah. I think. But. And we wanted to, again, mention, we've mentioned DIM through almost every stage of any female. I, and I we're going to be talking about uh, that on December 9th with the... Doctor that holds the patent for it. Yeah, doctor, the, the guru on it, Dr. Yeah. Zellig's. Uh, he's going to be here with us. And, you know, I, I'd like for everybody to kind of join in with us that night. It'll be a real lively discussion there because he's a brilliant guy and, and a super guy to talk to. Um, but we'll, we'll be talking to him and about the DM 
And we've, of course, we've, we've talked about the progesterone. Yeah. We've talked about nutrients like C and A and D and K, K2. K2 it makes, uh, and a lot of people so that are low fun. in D, we have a product called ADK2, and it helps the skin as well as the vitamin D deficiencies. You know, and it can make a giant difference. It, can, it really can. So, you know, there's so many things that we can do for any female at any age, basically. That um, Yeah, so if you have really any problems, jump, right, just, just give us a call. Give us a call, text, email send us a fax, whatever, we'll be glad to help you. That's what we're here all about here at Doctors Nutrition. And uh, the Live Healthy, Be Healthy radio show is, it's our way of just reaching out and saying, here, here we are. Ask us a question. We'll give you some help. We really will. And I think we're about out of time tonight, so uh, what's going to be next week? Next week's going to be on sleep and sleep disturbances and sleep problems and what you can do about it. Boy, that'll be a good one, too. We'll see you next week, folks. Thank you for being a part of Live Healthy, Be Healthy this week. Please join Drs. Jim and Janine Fox next Tuesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Here's to your better health.